I want to talk to someone who was insanely successful today. I love our listeners because we had a bunch that are very like successful on TV and everything, yeah. and then other ones that are getting kicked out of strip clubs. Yeah, that was a lot of fun today. We got to talk to Gina to find out what it was like telling one of her childhood friends that she had feelings for him. That went well. And Mike Bryan, if you got a car that gets dinged up on the road, do you have any recourse on tracking down some of these scoff laws? If you missed it on the radio this morning, it's all right now on the podcast. Kelly Wood. We want to talk to somebody who. I want to talk to someone who's been on TV for whatever reason. Doesn't matter why. And you want to talk to someone who's been kicked out of someplace. For whatever reason. That's right. Doesn't matter why. Come on. Man, we got a lot of people calling in. I wasn't expecting this. So you said that you were on television one time? Well, it's one of those. Uh, I went down to a, like a morning show in the cities, and then, you know, they scan the audience, and then you're on TV. Okay. So it wasn't like they were interviewing me, but in the audience. Was it the Jason show? No, it was a few years ago. I think it was. Oh, the one before Twin Cities Live. Uh, uh, what was the co- Good Company, I think, was the... Oh, that's a throwback. Mm. Oh, that's a long time ago. I think I took my mother down, and it was like, oh, let's go down, Mom. We'll get on TV. They'll scan the audience and we'll wave, you know. That's I remember that show, Good Company. It was like a local kind of yeah. like talk show. Yeah, it was a, it was a uh, couple. Yeah, I can't Sharon think of their names. I, but you know it's funny Steve. that you bring that up. I, what's that? It was Sharon and Steve. That was the two. It's funny because I Googled them a few years ago because I was like, whatever happened? Because that was I mean, that was my mom's show, man. That was on every day in our house. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's, that's boy. Good. That's a that's a fun trip down memory lane. It's not bad. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Thank you so much for the call this morning. Uh oh, I got some text rolling in here. Right. Uh how about this one? I was on the I was in a commercial during the Bengals game a few weeks ago. Oh. Okay. TV like, star here. Like in the commercial or like as they were going to commercial. That's what it says here. They showed you on the camera. Because it couldn't have been the Vikings because the Vikings played the Bengals this weekend. Either way, all we asked is for someone who was on television. That's true. How about this? I've been on TV multiple times, big stations, local stations, and for cool things. Well, come on, give us uh, some more information on yeah, that. Yeah, give one. us the deets. How about this? I was I bad teenager. Let's just go ahead and say that because I was kicked out of all sorts of theme parks. I think I have been a dozen lifetime bands from Disneyland. Trust me, they don't really remember you anyways. (laughs) You can just come back the next day. (laughs) This person said, leave my name out of it. All right. And which I, you got to put that at the beginning of the text. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, they're going to say your name. He says, or she, Mm -hmm. we don't know, uh, got kicked out of a strip club during a bachelor party, left my wallet at the bar uh, before the strip club. Stripper came up and offered me a lap dance. I told her I didn't have any money. She said, that's okay. It's on her. Did the dance and then asked for $30. I reminded her I didn't have any money. Two big bouncers came over, picked me up, and tossed me out. I'm not going to lie. You had that one coming. Yeah. <laughs> I, too, have been kicked out of a gentleman's establishment. Oh, my gosh. We were, we are, me and a couple of my buddies were there, right? Yeah. And a, a dancer was doing a specific dance for a buddy of mine across the table. Yes. Her head was at, like, table level, and someone bumped the table, and a beer Tipped over and poured like directly into her ear. Oh gosh! Now, don't get me wrong; she had every reason to be upset. Oh, absolutely. But she thought my friend did it on purpose. Oh yeah. And so she instantly started screaming. We don't know what's going on because I'm not watching this. <laughs> I'm not a voyeur, <laughs> right? My eyes are literally anywhere oh, else. So awkward. But she starts slapping him. Really? And, oh yeah. And sure enough, two Ow. guys the size of 
you know, minivans came over yeah. and whoop. See you later. <laughs> Joke was on them. I didn't have to pay for my mozzarella sticks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got a lot of people calling and texting. If you're on hold, please stay on hold. We'll get to you in a minute here. Uh, so you said you got kicked out of somewhere. Where was it? Okay. So, yeah, I've been kicked out of the post office. <laughs> the post? That's uh, like a federal crime. <laughs> yeah, what were you doing? Well, you know, it's the holidays. It's a long line. They they ran out of money orders. What was I supposed to do? Where am I supposed to get a money order from? So I kind of threw a little, a little, a little tantrum, <laughs> and I got kicked out of the post office. So you you looking back, you admit you were in the wrong here. Yeah, probably. But you know, it's like the stress of the holidays. Like, sure. give me the money order. How do you run out of money orders? I I don't even know what a money order is. Oh. Must well, be nice. <laughs> what What is a money? Is it when you send money to somebody else? Right. Yeah, well, people don't have checks anymore. Right. So most of the time they write, you know, like you go to the post office, you get a money order with the amount and you print it out and you give them that. Okay. So that's all I needed. And they ran out. Well, that's on them. And then you lost your mind. <laughs> <laughs> and then I lost my ever-loving mind. <laughs> Well, at least you admit it. I like it. Well, I mean, you do know about Zelle and PayPal. Watch yourself, <laughs> future boy. Yeah, yeah. Venmo is a good one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so now I know, I know about those now. But yeah, you know, at least I didn't get kicked off a plane. That's true. Right. All right. Thank you for the call. Let's keep them coming. Three two zero six five six nine four five three. I want to talk to someone who's been on television, mm-hmm. and you want to talk to someone who has been kicked out of someplace, and. I, I'm learning something very quickly. Yeah. We got some celebrities listening to us. Yeah. And some degenerates. <laughs> right. I love it. <laughs> we'll get more calls and texts on next. Kelly and Wood. We are doing I Want to Talk to Somebody Who. I want to talk to someone who is on television. And I want to talk to someone who's been kicked out of a place. All right. You say you got a good one. What happened? Yeah. I was calling in about the I Want to Talk to Someone Who. Yeah. What's up? Um, so I have one for Wood. I had texted in also because I couldn't get in through before, but I got kicked out of my brother's wedding reception five oh. years ago. <laughs> How? And before supper. <laughs> Dang! <laughs> How did that happen? Um, well, it's kind of a long story with some stuff leading up to it beforehand, but um, I wasn't even in the immediate wedding party, and I'm his only sister, much less his only sibling, and... I had asked him if I could just say, like, a little something during dinner because we used to be close and he's my only sibling. And he told me that he had to ask his now wife, the bride. And I was like, okay, well, this is your wedding too. Like, don't you have a say? And he asked her and he came back and told me that she said no. Oh. That I was not allowed to say anything. And I got upset, and my one cousin got involved, and my husband knew stuff that had been happening, and he got upset. And so he threw a bag of ice at my brother's feet because he was upset with how our family was being treated. <laughs> Is that something like mafia thing? Like you throw a bag of ice, it's yeah. like the end of a relationship. I'm icing the kicker. Ice it! <laughs> so, yeah, so we were told that we were not welcome to stay there, but my, my cousins and my parents snuck us Well, that's a wild one. Thank you so much for the call this morning. That's hilarious. Why, weddings are wild, man. Now, this I'm leaving names out because I thought we were going to combine both of ours into one. Okay. 
says, I actually have been kicked out of Valley Fair. Whoa. And I've been on TV, so I thought maybe that's why. Right. No. no. But apparently been on the all over the TV out there in Fargo, so that's pretty cool. Okay. Keeping names out of it. I was in the movie St. Cloud Sleep. I was the little girl running down the mall in Jermaine in the red windbreaker jacket. I don't know what that is. I think it's a movie based out of St. Cloud. St. Cloud Sleep. I was in a casino, and I hit a big win. The casino then said the machine glitched. They're not responsible for my payout. I lost it. Oh, Started yelling no. and screaming, and they escorted me out. My wife had no clue what was going on. <laughs> I wonder, how, did he say how much money it was? It did not. Oh, okay. But, I mean, if you're going to want to get that upset, that'd be a package. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. We got someone else on the phone who's been kicked out of somewhere. What happened with you? A bar. I know that's a classic, but it was a bar. <laughs> <laughs> now, what were you doing that led to you being asked to leave? I had actually just been fired from my job, so I was there not in the best state of mind, and I just, I went really hard, and there were just some annoying people there, and I got mouthy. It's a classic, like, douche move. (laughs) Well, (laughs) it happens. I've been kicked out of a bar before. I was carried out of a bar one time. Mm -hmm. I I told you this story, Wood. I was, I, I used to... I used to love to dance, oh my. and I was at the dance club, and I probably had a little too much to drink, and they told me to stop blocking this walkway, but I was I was in the groove, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I couldn't leave, and that two bouncers actually picked me up and carried me outside, and, and bruised me pretty good. <laughs> so, I'm guessing you're, I mean, <laughs> so were you by yourself when you got tossed out? Oh, yeah. I was by myself. Like, it was kind of pathetic. <laughs> Did- I just got out. I was, you know, it was a bad day. I got set up, and, you know... Someone tried to tell me what to do, and I was not having it. So, did you like? Did they have to? They didn't have to carry you out. Like, you left on your own, or did they have to like kind of grab your arm and force you out? I mean, there was a lot of yelling, but I, <laughs> I left on my own accord. From, from you or from them? <laughs> Mainly from me. They kept it together for the most part. <laughs> I like how they were. Like, yeah, we got. We're on. We're good. Oh, we got gosh. this under control. That's a good one. Yeah, that's good. Well, we appreciate you sharing your story. Yeah, no worries. All right, we got more text, Wood? Yeah, I've got a few more. How about I got kicked out of a hotel in Fargo for people saying I was racist. That's not good. Jeez. Uh, how about this? Uh, we were walking into the Hard Rock. All of a sudden, they started moving benches to block it off. I thought a star was going into the place, so I started taking pictures. Then a cop flew by on a Segway pulling a trailer, and it was a Porta X-Ray and was taking pictures of that, too. All of a sudden, I had a tap on my shoulder. It was two FBI agents. They wanted my phone, and they looked through it and said I had to delete my photos. What the heck? Then they decided to escort me out and ban me for a year in the Mall of America. It was a bomb scare. Oh, jeez. That's wild. I remember that. I remember going to eat at that hard. I don't even know if that's still there anymore. I got to give this one a credit. Being kicked out of some place by the FBI? That's next level. <laughs> That's kicking it up a Now, even I haven't been kicked out of anywhere by the FBI. No. Uh, we got we got time for one more call here. Okay. Now, you said you've been on TV twice. What was it for? Uh, first one was the St. Peter tornado that I lived through. Okay. Wow. And then the se- second one was, was on Judge Judy. Oh. You were on Judge Judy? Let's go. Yeah. As Like in the audience or as a case? Oh, as a case. You weren't, I'm going to bleep his name out of it, but you weren't on there with <laughs> were you? No, uh-uh. Because I have a friend who lives in town who was on Judge Judy. I was like, oh my God, was it you? Come on. <laughs> now, were you the plaintiff or the defendant? I was the defendant. Yeah, come on. What was, was the case? Dead, 
Deadbeat ex-husband that uh, figured since my new husband had um, adopted our daughter that he no longer had to pay the back child support. Oh. Did you end up getting it from him? Yeah. No, she gave it to him because she told him right there that uh, she says, I told him. And I said, no, I didn't. She says, yeah, you did. I said, no, I didn't. And she goes, you're a liar. And I went, excuse me? And she goes, well, yeah, because you want to know why? And I said, sure. Because he's not smart enough to think of it himself. (laughs) Uh, So I guess, you know, there's Hollywood for you. Yeah. (laughs) Judge Judy Justice. Oh, isn't it great? Well, hey, we appreciate you calling in this morning. Walk the line. All right, have a good one. Appreciate it. All right, and then the last one here, I guess because I got to ask this one here. Yeah. I was kicked out of a strip club, too, because I touched a girl to put the money in her G-string. How else am I supposed to get that money to stay? Well, I got to hear both sides of that stuff. Kelly and Wood. All right, we got Chris Stapleton tickets to give away, and we're going to play a round of three and five. We got Jenny on the phone with us right now. Jenny, what are you up to this morning? Um, just getting my list together for Christmas this weekend. Oh, okay. Christmas shopping? No. Oh. We have Christmas with my side of the family this weekend. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. All right. We'll, we'll early get together. That works. That works. Well, have you ever heard three and five played before? I have. Okay. So if anyone hasn't, you have five seconds to give three answers to the question Wood's going to ask you. Okay. Now, if you want Chris Stapleton tickets, who are you going to take with you? I'd love to say my husband. My, my husband always gives it up, and I always take my best friend, Kelly. Okay. Let's just skip the husband then. He, he's out. Kelly, you're in. If you can get the answers right. You like movies? I do like movies. Okay, step in the right direction. We're about to see here. All right, Kelly Jordan, are you ready? Fingers on the timer. Jenny, are you ready? I hope so. Let's win you some tickets to see Chris Stapleton. Jenny, in five seconds, name three different Tom Cruise movies. Oh, my gosh. Top Gun. Um, oh, God. Oh, oh man. I think the timer got to you, didn't it? It did. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure. A few good men, Mission Impossible, mm-hmm. Maverick, you could have said. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah I, there's no reason to rub it in Jenny's <laughs> face here. Like, it seems like. Whoops. I accidentally disconnected her. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, look, if you don't win, we're done. No, no I'm kidding. That's not true. Start no. texting in the word podcast at 320-656-9453, and we will text someone back and get you hooked up to go see Lainey Wilson and Chris Stapleton. Kelly and Wood. A rock hit me, but I'm short on proof. That's what we have up today in Better Call Brian as we are joined by Mike Bryant from the law offices of Bradshaw and Bryant. Uh, so this message is pretty interesting. I was driving down the road. There was a large work truck in front of me. And I don't know what it was, but I believe it was a large chunk of rock smashed into my windshield, put in a huge busted spot. As you can imagine, this scared me to death. I had to pull over. By the time I got my wits about me, the truck was long gone, and I only had a business name. I reached out to the business, and they told me that they are not going to pay anything since the only thing I have is my version and my words. Any help on this? Yeah. Well, you got car insurance, and you're covered with with um, with glass coverage. Um, so I turned in my company and let my company deal with it because um, you want to be safe and you want to get rid of dings and stuff in your window that 
they give you vision problems. Um, in order to go after a truck, you need to have some sort of proof. A lot of people chase the truck down right at that instant, and mm-hmm. some are successful, some aren't. Um, and um, and basically, it's one of those where sometimes it works, and it, some people get it covered. Other people, lots of circumstances, lose the truck. You know, companies don't know if it was really their truck or not. You know, and so and depends on how much time goes by, and depends on what it is. I mean, I've seen cases where pieces of actual truck have come off, um, and we've brought claims involving pieces of actual truck. But in a lot of circumstances, it's just road things that happen. That's kind of an act of God that's just unlucky. It's not, nobody did anything intentional or nobody did something that they meant to do. Um, Same way you do, even, I mean, nobody did anything negligent. It was just something that happened as far as the road goes. Yep. Now, I've seen trucks before. They have like, I've seen like stickers on it. It says not responsible for things flying off trucks, stay 500 feet back or anything like that. Does that cover them or is that more of a just a, hey, please don't stay close? It, it depends. I mean, you know, if a truck, you know, has regularly things flying off the truck, they're going to have a hard time with the notice saying it's not our fault that things are flying off our truck. Yeah. You know, if if it's because people are too close to the truck, yeah, maybe that might be a defense as far as it goes. So are you seeing possible. a lot more people use dash cams? Uh, not yet, but I think we'll see a lot more of that. I think you'll see a lot more dash cans coming, and we'll see a lot more proof coming in in that way. A lot more truckers are using them, though, now, aren't they, though? Because I saw one, I saw some YouTube video, and he was saying that it's been the best thing because, uh, you know, people cutting him off, and he ends up rear-ending somebody. Now there's video proof that it mm-hmm. wasn't his fault. He couldn't stop. Yeah, yeah we'll see, it, it we'll see those kind of things come up. We'll, we'll see probably more cases affected by video over the next... I mean, I was I uh, happened to drive a car that had the videos on all the sides that basically prevented you from hitting other cars. I mean, it would be interesting to see what technology does with accidents in the next, say, five years. Yeah, and it seems like there's a lot, like like Russia and like China and things like that, they seem to have a lot more of the dash cams. And honestly... If if it saves you and protects you, it's probably worth the hundred and fifty bucks, whatever it costs, to get it wired in. Yeah, and and some of those are led by stories. I mean, I you know like these these giant groups of people creating fraud, and so we need these videos for that. I don't know. I <laughs> I I don't see it. We don't take those cases and try yeah. not to be involved in anything like that. So. Pretty soon, intentionally. No, pretty soon, nothing we do will not be recorded. It's right. very good argument that that's already the case. I was about to say, I think we're already there, we're man. We're getting close, man. Yep. Wow. Tell us, look into the camera and say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to the bottom of another one, and that's what we do when we are joined by Mike Bryan from the law offices of Bradshaw and Bryan for Better Call Bryan. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. Do you ever stop and think where we get some of these sayings that we just say all the time? It's like, and that's one that stuck out to me. Take it with a grain of salt. And I was like, well, what the heck does that even mean? So I looked it up and found out what it means. They believe this saying dates all the way back to 77 AD from Pliny the Elder. Elder was his name. Okay. Now he was translating some text saying what to do if you believe that you had been poisoned. In his translations of this, it was take it with a grain of salt. Like, I guess maybe back in 77 AD, people were just handing out poison, just killing off their enemies like that. So he said, if you're worried about being poisoned and someone gives you something to eat, take it with a grain of salt. The salt will help be an antidote to the poison, which I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, That doesn't sound right at all. No offense to the elders. So now when we are given some information and we're kind of skeptical about it, like, uh, is it like toxic or poisonous information? Mm -hmm. They say, take it with a grain of salt. 
that's where it came from. Was from someone was really trying to poison you. He said, take it with a grain of salt, and that'll be your antidote for the poison. I don't know. Okay. No, 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 no. no. I, it's actually a very interesting point. I, I'm with you on that. I just don't get why we think salt. I don't, Maybe because it helps hydrate you? I don't know. Not to mention a grain is very... Very small. <laughs> right. Like, if I'm trying to poison that guy, he's over there eating some french fries. I'm like, ah, dang it. <laughs> Foiled again. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, maybe back in 77 AD, a grain of salt was like a big cube or something <laughs> like that. You had to sit and suck on it. Why don't you call me so I can come kill you when you're eating a salad? <laughs> you won't salt that, will you? But that that was interesting to me. And, and interesting to me that it's that old. That that saying is that old. Mm-hmm. And now it makes sense when you think about it. Someone's giving you some bad information. Take it with a grain of salt. You can kind of believe it, but you're not quite sure. Just like they're trying to poison your brain, they used to try and poison your body. See what I, that wasn't bad. Thanks. I, when you told me it was a saying, I was like, he's done one of these before. These things always are, are turds. <laughs> no, this one was actually really interesting to me. And now I know, and now you know where that saying comes from. Back in the day, think about it. I mean, there were no autopsies, right? No, right. Someone just died. You're like, well... If you really had a problem with somebody, you need to get them out of the picture. Yeah. Right. Here's some rose of, you know, right. redendum or whatever. Some nightshade. Yeah. How do you know what that is? How do I know what nightshade is? Yeah. I, well, don't worry about I'm it. not checking any of my drinks around <laughs> you anymore. <laughs> Either nightshade is a very, very powerful poison, by the way. Please. I'm eating so much salt, nothing can kill me. <laughs> yeah, you do salt the outside of your burritos, even. It makes sense when you think about and it. And your pizza rolls, too. You got plenty of salt in your diet. Yes, I do. Now, maybe you didn't find this one interesting. That's okay. It doesn't bother me like it used to, because I'm willing to stand here on my convictions and say out loud to the world with a grain of salt that... It's time for Happy Hour. Focusing on the good news. With Kelly and Woods. I got great news for you. I love this story just in time for the holidays. This is about third graders at a school called Sunnyside Elementary School. And the students were tasked with reading a book. The book was called Think Big, Work Hard, Be Kind, No Excuses. Then they had to write an essay about what they wanted to do in their future, how they could think big, how they could work hard. And the three top students were all going to get a bicycle. The the three top essays out of the 60 students, three of them were going to get a bike. Well, London Anderson was the first one. She said that she wanted to join the WNBA in her award-winning essay. She got the first bicycle. All right. Then two other kids got bikes for their essays that they wrote about how they felt after reading that book. And of course, as you can imagine, the other 57 third graders that were sitting there were kind of, you know, bummed out. You always, you know, hope that you're going to be the one to win. Well, that's when the assistant principal grabbed the microphone and said, don't leave. Every single one of you gets a bike. Whoa. And as you can imagine, there was a lot of confusion at the time because the kids didn't really know what that meant. Well, waiting in the hallway was was old Fayetteville Insurance Company who bought 60 bikes so that every single child could have one. So once the principal made the announcement, 60 bikes came rolling into the gym for all the kids who didn't win one through their essay. And the, t- the, pr- the assistant principal said this is the second year that they've done this. The insurance company actually bought 80 bikes last year so that every kid could have a bike who wrote an essay after reading that book. How cool, man. And they just said, this is our token of appreciation for these kids working so hard throughout their last semester that they had. Great reminder to shop local, too. You know 100%. I mean? I mean, that's a local business taking care of local kids. And we've always said this, too, that when you're a kid, your bike is everything to mm-hmm. you. You know, it's your transportation. It's your seat. Freedom. Right. It is. And so the fact that all these kids got brand new bikes, I just love that, man. I love that they stepped up and did that. Especially this time of year. Heck yeah, man. I love to see it. And what we bring these stories every single day. Got to. You know why? Because we don't want to fill you up with all the gobbledygook. Mm-mm. All the anger. 
the vitriol, if you will. There's enough of that junk out there. We put a light in the darkness every single day thanks to audio video extremes. That was your happy hour. When we talked to Gina on Friday, she was going to tell a childhood friend, a lifelong childhood friend, that she wanted to be more than just friends. She was hoping that he would feel the same way. We were all hoping he would feel the same way, too. And now it's time to find out. We got Gina back on the phone with us now. Gina, how are you? Hi, guys. I am good. So (laughs) did you tell him? I did. Okay. It worked out. It did work out. (laughs) So how did you bring it up? How did you bring it up to him? Uh, You know what? We, We were just doing our, like, Christmas party thing, and like I had a cocktail or two. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. <laughs> and, and I kind of like I wandered over to like talk to him, and uh, I was like, you know, can I just say something right now without you freaking out? And like he kind of smiled, like maybe he knew where I was gonna go with it, <laughs> and I just blurted it out. And he smiled and kissed me by the Christmas tree. It was like a Hallmark movie. Holy cow! <laughs> I got, yeah. I already got the name for the Hallmark movie. Oh, here we go. A Best Friend for Christmas. <laughs> oh, my God. I would watch that. <laughs> <laughs> you lived it, girl. Yeah. <laughs> so did you tell the entire family? Or are you guys going to kind of see where this goes first? Uh, you know what? Like, we're very gossipy people. Like, they caught on right away. It was like, <laughs> Through the whole party, so I think everybody knows now. Okay, well, especially if you two are over there slobber knocking <laughs> over eggnog <laughs> in the mistletoe. Yeah, I think the kiss One by the, the tree probably gave it away. And tattled. <laughs> yeah. So, so now I guess, I mean I guess you really haven't had any time to go on any more dates or anything since this just happened over the weekend. No, no, yeah, we just sort of like, you know, we, obviously we hung out the whole rest of the night, and the next morning we went and got some brunch, and like, you know, we're, we've always talked, so now I guess we'll see where it goes from there. Oh, man, this is awesome. It, this makes me feel good about the holidays, you it know? It does, and what right? better person than someone you've known your entire life? Like, he knows you inside and out. Right? None of that awkward getting to know you interview stuff. Like, it, it's nice, I think. And you don't even have to fake into you know, you don't have to fake at the kind of person you are, you know, in the you don't have to do anything. Right? Like his family? Yeah. Yeah, it, I think it, I hope it's good. I think it's good. We should all be this lucky. <laughs> hey, this is a good one, man. This is a good one. I'm rooting for you guys, and I appreciate you letting us kind of share in this uh this little journey of yours. And well, do you have a do you have a second date plan? Um, well, I mean, it, it, now it's like kind of like the work week, so like we're, we're going to like hang out and watch um some TV and maybe like order some Chinese food like a hang. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like where this and is going. It from there. It's, it's got yeah. to be weird though. Like it's got to be a little bit weird just dating someone that you know you've just known your entire life. Is it weird? Or just even even like now it being out in the open is it weird at all? Um, You know what? Like it's not because like like you said, like we know each other, we know the jokes, like there's a whole relationship there. It's just, um, like, it, I guess the kind of funny part is like when you like look over at somebody and go, Oh, is this the part where I kiss you? Because like, you're not used to doing that part. <laughs> awesome. But yeah, otherwise it's just like, you know, we're the same as we ever was just now. Everybody's feelings are out in the open. This is great. Nice. You, I like it. 
You got a boyfriend. I got an idea for a Hallmark movie. A boyfriend. For, no, a best friend for Christmas. There you go. That's best what it's called. Go pitch it. <laughs> and it's a great reminder, man. Sometimes you just got to shoot your shot. Ain't that the clean truth? You bet. Well, Gina, we wish you the best. Thank you for letting us be a part of this. This was so fun. Thank you, guys. Have a great holiday season. You too. Thank you. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. Yes, it is. Wood's now going to give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We're going to give it a trashy score and put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to Florida. Yes, and this one's a doozy. I'll get the intern house band queued up. We have 54-year-old Patricia Mahomany. Right? So I'm just going to call her Patricia because her last name's weird. Well, the problem is, it's around 9 o'clock in a parking lot, and she backed up into a car. Well, the man who was driving the car she backed up into said, Hey, whoa, hey, looks like we got a little bit of damage here. I'm going to call 911. That's when Patricia said, You can do that, but I'm getting the hell out of here. Oh, man. That's right. She jumped in her car and sped off, and the man says, Hey, I'm not going to be on the hook for this, and followed her. Oh, he got in his car. Now, he started following Patricia while on the phone with dispatch. The chase led them to a residential area where Patricia apparently took herself to a court. So she got caught. Oh, she's in a little cul-de-sac, maybe. little dead end. Well, that's when the gentleman blocked the parking or the, the street and got out. So did Patricia. She went over to a nearby driveway and grabbed three cinder blocks from the driveway and began throwing them at our gentleman. Holy moly. One of the cinder blocks struck him in the shin. Ay, <laughs> caramba. Ouch. Exactly. Well, that's when she got back in her car to flee the scene, but our man was thinking ahead and used the cinder blocks that he, she had been throwing around and blocked her front wheels. Good idea. MacGyver. Chase wasn't over. That's because Patricia then said, all right, but you can't lose me on foot. But he did lose her. In fact, she was gone, but her car was still there. When authorities got there, they ran her tag. Said, well, I think this is uh, actually her address. We can probably just go right over there. And sure enough, when they drove over to her house, a man answered the door and they said, excuse me, is Patricia here? And she said, oh, yeah, she's upstairs sleeping. What's going on? Well, once they started to interview the man, he said, oh, yeah, when she showed up, she was in distress. She was running from someone. She needed to lay down. Well, authorities gave her the old wake up and noticed that she was extremely intoxicated at this point. Oh, no. In fact, she was so drunk, she had to be taken to the nearby hospital. About that hit and run. Well... Damage to the cars are consistent with the victim's account. She was arrested, car was towed, and she is now facing charges. All right, let's give this one a score. I better get the intern house band cue. You never know. Because it sounds like we may crack a thousand on this Mm -hmm. one. Uh, Backing into somebody in a parking lot, it happens. Not trashy. There's nothing trashy about it, but Mm. fleeing the scene. That's trashy. That's trashy. Mm. I'm going to give that 150 points right there. Didn't even give him a fake number or nothing. No. Uh, and then, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess taking off on foot, is that the next thing that's trashy? No, I believe throwing a cinder block <laughs> into someone's right. shin. That's right. My bad. 200 points on the old cinder block to the shinsky. That's smart. You know it's going to hurt for like a month. Well, and you know it fell on his foot after that. <laughs> 
All right, so we got uh, 200 points for throwing cinder blocks at somebody. Jumping in your car and trying to take off again. Mm-hmm. Trashy. Yeah. I'm going to get that another 175 points right there. Okay. Um, you look like you want to say something. I know I shouldn't. Uh-oh, here we go. But is it trashy that you're in a, re- a neighborhood where there's just cinder blocks laying about? <laughs> It could be, unless it's under construction. It might, right. be, it might be new construction. And maybe it is. I don't know. But it just seems like, oh, yeah, there's Jim's <laughs> yard over there with cinder blocks all in it. I can give it 100 points. We can score it low. You're in charge of points. All right. She was intoxicated. That's 75. Oh, yeah. How about going home and just going to bed like nothing ever happened? I'll deal with that tomorrow. Ah! That's a tomorrow me problem. <laughs> all right. I'm going to give that 150 points right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was arrested. That's 75. Had to be taken to the hospital oh, versus jail. Yeah. When you're so drunk, you have to go to the hospital. That's trash. That's going to get you 175 points right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are we missing here, Wood? I think that's it. That might be it, but you know what happened. Come on! It's so good I had the intern house band ready. We don't always crack a thousand points in the trash flash, but when we do, it is an absolute hey. celebration. Yeah. Clap along, everybody! I've been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cat and I go. You're off, Wood. You're off. Oh, here we go. If it had been for Cat and I go, I've been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cat and I go. Today, our woman hit and run and hit and running again and going right to bed earns herself a respectable 1,000. 100 points. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our very first break of the day. We tack it on the end of the podcast. Wood did something for the very first, probably first and last time. Definitely the last. Grand opening, grand closing. Also, we talked about your new car. That's right. And your, let's just say, questionable picture-taking skills. (laughs) Well, I did. I worked with what I had. That passenger side looks... Real nice. Anyway, you'll hear it all right now. We tack it on the end of the podcast. We call it our bonus track. It's our first break of the day. Kelly and Wood. Hot and fresh. Ready to go, my friend. Let's do this thing. I'm excited because, obviously, the Kelly and Wood Christmas party is coming up this week. Mm -hmm. You didn't respond to my text last night. I got my vest for the party. Did you respond? Maybe uh, I got a lot of things going on right now. Maybe you didn't didn't see it. I see. uh, Oh, oh. Ooh, I like that. It looks like wrapping paper, right? Yes, it does. And th- you know what? I just gave it a thumbs up. You're welcome. Thank you. Oh, mm-hmm. pss, 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 thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. That's nice. That's quality. Heck yeah. I, I didn't go the tuxedo route this year. No? I didn't have time to get it done. I've, I've got a lot going on, too. I had to get my car this weekend. Did you mm. see the picture of it? I s- could you take in a worse photo of this car? Because <laughs> well, I, I, they had it indoors because it was snowing on Saturday at Painesville Chevrolet. Mm-hmm. And Doug was like, we have it all nice and polished up for you. And okay, so it was like an ice storm outside. So they had it inside, nice, looking fresh. And you can get to the Kellywood Facebook page to see this picture. You only took a picture of half the car. Like, I thought I, it was like a slow reveal. Because I was in a, I was, <laughs> I was in a small, like, confined space. I couldn't get much okay. further away from the car than I was. I, I almost commented. On, I was like, do we get to see the rest of it tomorrow? <laughs> like, tomorrow's like another mirror? It was, dude, that thing is so nice. It looks really clean. Man, I just, I could not believe it. My cousin Steven took me out there to get it. Mm-hmm. And even he was like, I can't believe this thing's a 2012. I, I hit a lick on this one. Well, good for you. So shout out to Doug over at Painesville Chevrolet. Hooking it up, son. Now I just got to get a boat. Uh, and, uh, and that's going to happen. You watch. I, I'm full steam ahead now. You better. I, I have to. I mean, Kelly, Otherwise, the, I can't, the summer Kelly can't happen without a boat. I couldn't live here if I couldn't get out on the water in mm-hmm. the summertime. I, I look for it. It gets me through the winter. 
Like right now, looking at boats and stuff, thinking like, oh, if I get that one, I'd put a speaker here and then some lights there. And that gets me through winter. You just close your eyes and you just hear the splish splash yeah. of the waves. Oh man, I can't wait. But anyway, yeah, I got the, I got the vehicle to tow it now, and that thing is nice. I can't do the summer of Kelly on a dock. No, hell no. Summer of Kelly is not dock fishing. Uh, an inflatable? Pfft, get out of here. No, no, get that sir. thing out of my face. Man. Do you want me to row my own canoe in the summer, <laughs> Kelly? I don't think so. You got to get on the water. Yeah, you do. Anyway, are you, should we get the show moving here? We get, we should probably hit on the Kelly Wood Christmas party again, just mm-hmm. to, you know, because I'm nervous no one's going to show up. Right. So we'll touch on that again. But let's let's hit the James Brown, then we'll get moving. Come on. A little positive message in there this morning. Well, we need it. And speaking of positivity. Yes. You said the Kelly Wood Christmas party coming up Thursday, right? Yes, Thursday at Raleigh's. Now, let me hit some deets real quick. <laughs> let me get you all right? Perfect health. I'll survive. All right. I'll play hurt. <laughs> so anyway, so yes, going on at Raleigh's, you don't pay to get in. You don't win to get in. Mm-hmm. And Raleigh's is just going to be open their normal hours. So you get there whenever you want. We're going to get, I'm going to get some music going at six, a live quick mix we're going to do from down there. Mm-hmm. And then um, games will start at seven. If you were there last year, it's like coming to a, a game show. And it's all ages too, by the way. Right. Yep. Because it is Raleigh's. And my kids will be there. Oh boy. And my kids do work a little blue, but yeah. 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 You know, don't give, is, don't give them a mic. An all ages show. And we're going to have tons of tickets to give away. Plus, we're going to have some cash to give away as well. Mm-hmm. And last year, we did the Kelly and Will Christmas party literally during an ice storm. Yeah. It was, I was terrified no one was going to show up last year. Place still got packed out. Yep. Have you looked at the weather for Thursday? I have not. Ice storm? It's gorgeous. Oh, is it? Sunny with a high of 46. We'll do this outside then. I, we can do this out in the pit. They, they got that big stage out there. <laughs> we might as well be outside then. Bundle up, everybody. <laughs> but we would love to see you. And, of course, we are raising money and presents for the St. Nick Project. Uh, that goes on right here in central Minnesota. A fantastic group that literally is grassroots as it gets. Yeah. Started up looking for any un- new unwrapped presents. And if you don't want to do that, that's okay. Any sort of cash donation will give you a couple extra tickets towards the tickets yeah. in the drawing at the end of it. So, so and the tickets are for how the, what the tickets are is that we, that's how we get people to play the game. Right. Just like a, just like a raffle. Mm-hmm. So everybody gets one just for showing up. If you donate, you get extra. Exactly. That it's that simple. And then at the night, at the end of the night, you're going to want extra tickets. Cause that's when we draw for the grand prize. Yeah. We've got tickets to, Chris Stapleton, we've got Winstock tickets, we got passes to the WeFest Fun Bus, right. we also have Kenny Chesney tickets. And you get all of that. You're going to be so busy going to concerts in 2024, you'll probably be mad at us by the end of the year. You know, it's like, You're going to be like, I didn't, get any, I didn't get anything done this year, I was at too many concerts. I, 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 sorry, I would love to come hang out at the family barbecue, <laughs> but I got another concert, all thanks to Kellyanne Wood. And the Kelly One Christmas party. <laughs> yeah, so, so, and we'd love to get your donations, man. We kind of, I, we should, probably should have done that sooner, kind mm-hmm. of lined up with them, but someone reached out, told us about the St. Nick Project, and we thought, heck yeah, let's do it. Anything we can do is good this time of year because we get it. Everyone's busy. Money's tight, too. So, yeah, you know, again, if you can't afford it, no problem. Come on right. out there, hang out. You'll still get in for the drawings and everything and have a good time with yeah, us. Yeah, we still want to see you. So, yeah. I can't wait for that. So now, I got, look, can I make more noise? I on, don't know on, what's <laughs> going on. You're going through your receipts over there? 
about receipts. Mm-hmm. But no, so I hopefully you have the way. Hey, maybe I'll drive the new Tahoe up. I think you should. They can have a little look at it. Yeah. Uh, and then if I need to lay down and sleep for a little bit, there's plenty of space. You can lay down, you can lay down sideways. You can go hot dog <laughs> style versus hamburger. That's um, right. Babs texting in, do you have to be present to win the final drawing? Yes. yes. You do have to be present to win. Because then, then I got the tickets. I, I got to give them away. Because last year, so last year we had this airbrushed Reba McIntyre jacket mm-hmm. that... It took forever to find something that was still there to win the thing. So, yeah, you got to be present to win because we're not going to hold on to it right. and try and track you down. That's too much work. And then we'll lose it. And right. It's weird. And, and this is for your benefit because right. we, we'd screw it up somehow and give it to the wrong person. Uh, Diane texts in, well, what time is the Christmas party in? Right about nine. I mean, it's only going to be two hours. Yeah, there really is no set time. Like when we're done with the games, we'll, we'll shut her down. And if people start booing. And throwing things and empty out. Then we'll just, we'll just right. end it early. Shut her down early. It's flexible. I don't want to hear the quick mix. Yes, you do. <laughs> Sit out and listen. But uh, yeah, so come on out there again. This is going down Thursday night out at Raleigh's Rednecks and Longnecks. We're going to start playing music around five or six o'clock. I'm going to get out there early. Okay. Because I'm going to have some dinner. I'm going I'm to be. I'm going to be in the right headspace. And I, you know what? I, I again, I looked at the photo of your ensemble. Yes. That's nice. The, the Tahoe. No, 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 no. Your outfit for the oh, Christmas party. yes. Now, here's the deal. I don't know what I'm... I guess I'm just going to wear jeans and a t-shirt because I screwed up. That's what you always wear. Well, my wife got mad at me a little bit yesterday. Okay. All right? So, I graduate college Friday night. Congratulations. Thank you very That's much. That's a big deal. My wife says, well, what are you going to wear? I've packed up all my nice clothes. Jeans and a t-shirt. And one of the t-shirts I have <laughs> is party naked. <laughs> Dude, that's what you should wear to a college graduation. She looked me in the eye. She said, Matthew, I swear to you. And I know when my wife says Matthew. Yeah. She's in her bag, right? Like she's <laughs> she's getting she's getting real warmed up for something. Right. If you wear that shirt on this day, I swear to you, I will leave you. <laughs> you okay. Can, you can come stay with me, dude. I got space. I I tell you what, babe. I, don't <laughs> don't put after this. We are in that weird phase where we are fighting about everything. I oh, love yeah. my wife. She is everything to me, right? Puts up with a lot. She does. Yeah. And some of the arguments we are getting in right now are just astronomical of where is this? I packed it. We're at each other's throats. Yep, it'll happen. I The, the stress in my house, and I like to think I keep a pretty stress-free life. You do? Yeah. You think that about yourself? Me? Yeah. Oh, I roll easy, baby. Holy cow. I, that is shocking for me to hear that come out of your mouth. You don't think I roll easy? No. Wow. <laughs> I, I think that you I think you you are very driven and sometimes that can stress everybody out around you. Well, yeah, get your Oh, I'm a swore. <laughs> get your stuff together, kids. <laughs> I, I this train doesn't wait up for anybody. Right. But right now, man, it is just, there's so much going on. We are fighting about a lot of different things. Yeah. And to be fair, we, we get over it quickly. That's when, that's when you start arguing about, like, who bought the chips. Oh. I bought these chips. No, I bought them. You think you buy everything. We got into an argument over, like, ketchup the other day. <laughs> Don't pack the ketchup. I'm like, why am I not? Well, let's just go. Like, who cares? I'm just going to throw it out. No, we're not. Yeah. I'm just going to have to go down there and buy new ketchup. Serenity now! <laughs> but that's fine. We'll get through it. Right? Serenity now! Exactly. That, that is live audio of me in my garage right about, I don't know, 12 hours ago. Yeah. Well, would, but you're graduating college Friday. That's huge, man. Yeah, it's a big couple of days. Close on the house on Friday. Graduate college Friday night. And then Saturday yeah. morning, 
Boom. Chicago. I'm going to your city, Kelly. I've ruled that city. I've heard. I've run that city. You know what's insane? Huh? So I got us a really nice hotel. We're going to go to Chicago. We're going to have a nice night. We're going to celebrate. Yeah. It's going to cost me more money to park my two cars right. in Chicago that night than the hotel. That, that makes sense, though. It's crazy to park there. I got a really good deal on the. It's the same hotel we stay at when we go for morning show boot camp. Oh, that's a fancy one, too. Gorgeous area, right? It's like the whole mile area right, right there. It's right there on the river. I got the hotel room for like $99. Dang, that's a steal. It's going to cost me $160 to park. <laughs> oh, jeez. It would have been cheaper if I had literally uh, just rammed my truck uh, into the river. Yeah. Climbed out, stayed there the night, and then have them pull it out the next day. Man, that is expensive. Telling me. That's crazy. Well, I told the family, I'm like, look, we're going to be walking everywhere because we're going to have the dog and everything. Oh, gross. That trip is going to be. <laughs> it sounds stressful. And and you think that you, you reduce stress, but I can see you ratcheting this one up, too. Well, we're already arguing about how many stops she needs. To I, I pee often, Matt. I'm like, well, uh. hold it. <laughs> Got to make good time, babe. <laughs> We are Kelly and Wood, and we're back to do it again. That's right. In the full holiday spirit now, man. Have to be. Man, am I the only one? Answer me this question, Wood. Am I the only one who likes getting those family update letters from people? Yes. <laughs> I actually read them when they come in. When when someone sends me, like, here's what our family's been up to the past year, I'm like, I like to read this. I like to see what everybody's doing. Like to, you know, you don't... I I like it more now than I did 15 years ago. Well, yeah, when you were in your 20s, who cares? Well, I was a you're, loser. You're just gripping and ripping day after day. Ain't got no time for no family. It was it was really tough. Right. When we would get those, and all my cousins are doing big things. <laughs> right. Like, they're doing, like, phenomenal stuff. Right. You're like, I got a new fart sound effect on the show. Like, we, we'd get the one. So, I've told you before about my cousin, Captain America. Yeah. Right? Was a... Football player, college, Wisconsin. Yeah. Goes on to be a Marine sniper. Yeah. Starts his own Fortune 500 charity company. <laughs> right. Eats dinner with like presidents. Yeah. And like, that's not like a. No, I'm, this, I'm being dead serious. This is all real. You're not being facetious. His wife is drop dead gorgeous, who was on Good Morning America and on CNN TV. Man, I got to get to know this guy. Right. And then, like, all my other cousins are like, get their like doctors, masters. <laughs> right. And then my parents are like, and Matt. <laughs> Was a bouncer. <laughs> yeah. Broke his hand four times again this year. And Matt got over 500 pounds finally. Uh-huh. So we're, we're proud of him for that. His IQ is <laughs> borderline-ish 85. A couple of blows to the head. I hate those lifts. <laughs> I hate them. I, I've, I've always enjoyed them. I like knowing, because I, I don't talk to a lot of my family, my extended family. Mm-hmm. So I like, and I was close when we were kids, and now I don't really see anybody. It's like, I like to see what people are. I think those letters get a bad rep. I think Facebook has killed those letters, though. A, a little bit, yeah. But for the older relatives who aren't even on any sort of social media, you know, they still send them out a lot of time. I guess that maybe that could be it. But, you know, you know, when you run down your exploits of the year, like, I know, I liked... Every single one of these <laughs> right. posts. That's, that's Pam. Isn't that funny when you have a conversation with somebody now and you're like, oh, yeah, I just got back from Mexico. They're like, oh, yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. It's just weird. Like, there's no there's no news anymore. There's, there's really no reason to get together with anyone anymore. That's interesting. You just kind of know what everyone's doing, you know? Well, like, especially when you get together with the extended family, you know, right. hey, what's going on this year? You've kind of already been up to speed on right. it. Right. My son is doing this. Yeah, I know. I saw that. It's just... I liked all the pictures. Right. It's it's ruined. It's ruined us. Social media has ruined the world. 
I, and I'll stand on that. I'll stand on that branch all day long. I do think there was a point, but we, they say that this next generation has unplugged from it. A lot of them, yeah. Which may not be a bad thing, right? Because I, to be quite honest with you. There is a little mystery I would enjoy with my family. It's bad for your mental health. It totally is. Like, there'll be times I'm having a great day, and then I see something on social media, and I compare myself to that person, and it just nosedives. But the problem is, and guess what? You are not alone in that. Oh, I know I'm not. So many people compare their life, their regular life, of you getting up, dealing with your kids, dealing with the ups and downs, versus everyone's highlight reel. Because that's what social media is, right? Your social media is the best things. You take pictures when everyone's happy and you're doing well and you're spending your Christmas bonus or all that other stuff. You're not posting when your pipes are busted. Right. You know, you're a little late on bills. You're like, what's that due date? When I'm crying in my car on the way home. All that stuff. You Here's a picture. You don't post about any of that. You oh post gosh. about the good times. So don't you're let right. that get you caught Well, up. no, I'm just saying. I, I, social media is terrible. It ruined the world. Mm-hmm. How was your weekend? <laughs> Huzzah! Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? I actually did something, and I got to give myself a little bit of credit here. Okay. I finally... On my last week of being a Minnesotan, yeah, went ice skating this week. <laughs> Not like waiting until the last minute. I'll be real with you. I've never ice skated my entire time in being in Minnesota. And with all your bad joints, I'm surprised you did. Well, so here was the deal. We went to like this Skate with Santa deal last night. Okay. Very fun. It was actually great. My kids were super excited. Now, my kids have never ice skated before in their entire lives. Why okay. would they if I didn't? Right. They got out there. They were doing okay. They had like the, I, I, for lack of a better term, Ice walkers? Yeah, right. You know, like those little things you use? Yep. Now, my son actually picked it up quite quickly. I was actually pretty proud of him. Okay. Except for the fact that he would just go as fast as he could and then totally biff it on the ice on purpose to make everyone else laugh and try to get the attention of girls. It's a good deal. Chip off the old block. Right. Murphy was trying, but she wasn't going very quickly. And Andrea got out there for about eight seconds, came back, says, I'm not doing this. <laughs> the last thing I need is a broken leg right now. Right. We've got a lot of things going on. And Murphy's, again, going back to last week, I can't tell my baby girl no. Can somebody come with me? Aw. I got you, baby Sweet girl. baby angel. So I turned off the football game because I had the football game on the phone. Right. <laughs> Went over, got myself a pair of rentals, put them on. I was terrified. <laughs> I would be too if I was you. I mean, my ankle's like getting all like weak and everything. And, but I, I, I had to do it for my baby girl. Right. So I go out there and I'm going to tell you this. Please. I'm not proud of myself. Because what? I am effed. This kid was probably 18 months old. <laughs> this little kid came skating by, going backwards and everything. Yeah. Still had a binky in his mouth. It's sweet. And I am effed the kid. <laughs> I'm holding on to this little ice walker for dear life. Like, I am, like, bending the steel of this thing. <laughs> did, it have, did it have tennis balls on it? Scoot it along? Dude, I had Murphy underneath me like yeah. a kangaroo. Oh, that, that poor kid was put her life in danger. And, well, no, dude, these, these pistons of arms would have held me up. But it took me probably 15 minutes to do one lap and andrea is like yelling at me pull your shirt down because it's riding up i'm hanging butt crack yeah honestly i'm raising awareness for vertigo if i'm doing anything how by showing your butt crack because i got my tattoo back oh that's right that's backwards and that face is watch yourself (laughs) and i i was a mess 
At one point in time, another little kid came over and says, hey, do you want me to take her? We can go a little faster. Little Landon. Fine. I just hung on to the wall. I almost fell down three times just standing. Yeah. Because those legs will go out from underneath you quick. You'll, you'll lose your balance quick. I go all the way around. All right. I come back to the exit, entrance, whatever you want to call it. And I told my, Murphy, I was like, are you done? She goes, I don't want you doing this with me anymore. You're making this not fun. <laughs> Shoom! I push her off and I jump off. Did I fall? No. Good for you. Did I get close? Absolutely. Oh, I would imagine, yeah. And I tell you this, my friend. Yesterday was December 10th, the year of our Lord, 2023. Yes. That is the last time, unless I am caught in a life or death situation, which I don't believe will happen with ice in Tennessee. I'm never going on the ice again. A tip of the hat to you, sir. A tip of the hat to you. I have no idea how hockey, like uh, hockey players and everything doing all that. Yeah. Amazing. Ice skaters. My figure wife. skaters. Your wife is one. My wife teaches figure skating. I don't, I don't know how. Witchcraft. She, she terrifies me when she's on the ice because I'm like, oh my gosh, that's a concussion coming. Because she can do the jumps and everything. Oh, she can do the spins, the jumps, the everything. Yeah. Which is, it's extremely attractive when she does it. I'll oh. give you that much. Yeah, man. Send me a video. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, seeing your wife do something that cool is, yeah. is super neat. But she, when she's doing it, I'm like, oh, gosh, you're going to crack your head on the ice. I just know it. And she did one time. One, I don't know if you remember that one yeah. time I had to go to the hospital because mm-hmm. she fell down and cracked her head real good. You're a worrywart to begin with. But that's because she had mono and didn't know it, so her body was just weak. And she just biffed it. Maybe that's why it wasn't so good last night. Vertigo. <laughs> Brain odds. It's all combining into one. One super disease. But there is nothing that makes you feel more... I, I don't even know what word it is. Non-Minnesotan than being out there barely skating and little kids are oh, zooming around you. I know. And can I get a little applause for me? No. Matt Wood and his self-growth. The fact that I didn't shove that kid to the ground... Would five years ago, I'd have been not. I'd have been going through those kids like a plague, right? I'd have been bouncing them off the wall, grabbing a hockey stick. <laughs> whoosh, whoosh. Honestly, if you would have came in my vortex, I'd have smacked you. But no, not yesterday. My growth. I didn't shove those kids to the ground because I'm becoming a better person. Probably because you're a college graduate now. You can't be acting like that. Exactly. College graduates don't act that way. Put that in your family newsletter. And also social media, because if you imagine the video going around, <laughs> local radio DJ shoves multiple children to the ground. Maybe we finally would have had a viral video. Put us on the map. Yeah, follow with my mug shots. <laughs> Should we do history, my friend? Cut you off there, my bad. Cole says, sounds like what was doing the Minnesota Shuffle. Nah. Oh, should we play it? I wasn't even going fast enough to do the Shuffle. (laughs) It was on this day, Wood, back in 1941. We have sought no shooting war with Hitler. We do not seek it now. But neither do we want peace so much that we are willing to pay for it by permitting him to attack our naval and merchant ships while they are on legitimate business. In 1941, on this day, Germany and Italy declared war on the United States. Isn't that crazy? Careful what nor you dock on there, my friends. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you. Uh, hey, speaking of the military, on this day in 1992. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! God, it's still just one of the best movies of all time. And what a scene. A Few Good Men came out on this day in 1992. I remember seeing that in the theaters. Mm. And oh, I was, really? I was just blown away by that movie. I, I, that's a movie I could watch every week and sit through the whole thing. It is tough to make like a really good like legal 
movie right. because it's so monotonous and slow. Right. But man, the ones that are done well are yeah. so good. That one's really good. Uh, what was the other one that uh, with uh, Matthew McConaughey? Shoot, now I can't remember. Lincoln Lawyer? Maybe that's what it was. That yeah. was a really good it one. Could Ben? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He's done a few of those kind of movies. And there, I mean, there are other, the JFK one actually had a lot of law. Oh yeah, that's right. In it, and it's just in Mississippi Burning was another. That really was a good one. Really good yep. One. Uh, on this day, what in two thousand six? Not what you think. All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey becomes the first ringtone to be certified gold with over 500,000 sales. I didn't even know that happened. You know what the second one to be to to go gold was? Uh, Master P. No. Bubba Sparks got himself gold with this uh, ringtone. Friend of the show? Yeah. Well, Friend not, of the show? <laughs> kind of. Yeah, that song right there was the got over 500,000 downloads for ringtones. Can you even do that anymore? I don't. I, does anybody even do that anymore? Does anyone have ringtones anymore? Or does everyone That's just true. walk around with it on silent? On silent all the time. Stay under the radar. That's I, what I say. I don't even know what my song f- sounds like if it rings. I do. Mm. I have to have mine. You on. do have yours. And mine's always going off while yeah. we're on the air. It's like <laughs> bing bong. I never shut it off. It's the old man ringtone too. <laughs> the Nokia. <laughs> yeah, I still got a Kyocera. <laughs> That's me. All right, a uh, couple of birthdays today. Celebrating a birthday today. Cruz, Nikki Six, celebrating a birthday today. I'm gonna be honestly, any of these guys are probably living on a tad of borrowed time due to yeah. their exploits, but especially Nikki Six. Yeah, who of course well, he OD'd like t- three times, but gave us "Kickstart My Heart." Right, that's where that song came from. Worth every second of dying I, for that hit. I think so. the song's pretty good. I should have played "Kickstart My Heart" since that song is about him. But, but now he's up there. I'm gonna say he is. I'm gonna say he's 64 today. Ah, oh, you're close, man. Nikki Six is 65 today. Dang. It's crazy. He was just on uh, whose podcast I see? Bill Maher's podcast or something mm-hmm. like that. And man, it's just, it's crazy that that dude is walking around still. Yeah. Just with all the heroin. And he was talking about how he would get sick just thinking about doing heroin. So he'd had, it was just like, oh my gosh, what a terrible life. It's some of those guys. I mean, and, and it's wild to see that thankfully. They got through it, but man. I'm telling you, man, every time, you know, I I always thought I wanted to be famous when I was younger. Always thought that. And now when I see the the repercussions of fame for a lot of people. It's not all cracked up to be. I wouldn't have been able to handle it, dude. I'm not even joking. I would have died of a drug overdose. I know that for a fact. In the 80s? Not well. I was very young in the eighties. Hey, kid, star man. (laughs) That's true. I'm just saying. I know I wouldn't have been able to handle it. I, I I walked the racer's edge nonstop. Are you wanting me to disagree with you? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> also celebrating. <laughs> also celebrating a birthday today. Hey, how about this? Rocking around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. Brenda Lee, it's her birthday today. And, of course, we found out last week she's still with us. Right. Well, well yeah, it's her birthday today. And she went number one again with this song. The Christmas tree. Still my favorite. Christmas yeah. But I think we said she was 81. Ah, you thought wrong, my friend. <sighs> Brenda Lee is turning the ripe old age of 79 today. All right. And with a number one hit on her hands, man. That's crazy. Especially around this time. It makes sense. I, 
Right. I didn't want her birthday to be in like July. Right. <laughs> Come on. Uh, of course, if it's your birthday today, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well. 